0: for taking the time to chat with us
1: my first podcast
0: (laughs) i'm gonna tell you the truth it's the honest
1: marketer
0: sincere legit and never fake so now let's all raise the roof it's the honest marketer a real podcast from Funnel cake Tell us who you are and what you do.
1: So my name is Laura Brody. I am the director of marketing and communications at Bridget, and we have construction communication software.
0: Uh, we want to talk to you about content marketing as a way to build your brand. Can you describe how you're doing that?
1: Yeah, for sure. So content marketing at Bridget was sort of one of the the first things we started doing. You know, obviously as a young scrappy new team with zero dollars it's always kind of a good way to start if you have a talented team that can pull it together so originally when we started with content marketing at Bridget we you know didn't have a product that was in the hands of our users yet and we sort of said what what can we do to start building our brand story without being able to tell a user story so we started doing something around the idea of construction technology trends and from there we were able to roll that into ebooks blog posts that kind of snowballed into doing a lot of presentations at industry events conferences that kind of thing which led to a lot of contributed articles and then you know we sort of found ourselves in this awesome position as being kind of a thought leader on construction technology even though we hadn't really even launched our product yet and so that's sort of how we started with content marketing at Bridget and from there we've really let sort of our readers our users sort of dictate how we develop that strategy based on you know what they're interested in and what they're asking for
0: how did you find those connections to do sort of the thought leadership stuff and get in those industry publications and talks?
1: Yeah, so we were kind of very blessed in construction in that there was not really much information out there. so. You know, a lot of the problems in content marketing that we see in general is sort of just this like regurgitation of the exact same information over and over again on everyone's different blog and no fresh ideas. In construction, there was not a wealth of information out there, so we had the opportunity to kind of create something new from interviews, you know, pulling bits and pieces from different like university research programs and that kind of thing. And then we started with an ebook, and once we had that, we were able to just go out to these different publications associations and say, "Hey, you know, we wrote this great ebook. You know, share it with your audience. Um, we'd love to come talk about it." You know, at first, sort of thinking, "You know, who's going to have us come talk about this?" And you know, they they bit, and then everything just sort of went from there, which is great.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, how much? Are... So you said you're doing things like ebooks, how much is educational content versus how much is uh, like brand and storytelling content?
1: Yeah, so for us, pretty much all of it is educational. We don't really tell sort of the Bridget story or the Bridget brand story that much through our content. And we rely on more sort of press and that kind of thing and to do those sorts of stories. So yeah, we really focus on educational content. We sort of start at the top of the funnel with, like I said, that kind of broad construction and technology trends and type stuff. And then as we have our audience that's you know already listening, we start to pull out more of the user stories. So we love doing interviews with our customers on sort of you know how to use, use technology in your day-to-day. We find everyone in the industry is really interested in sort of what other teams are doing. So that's usually very popular. And then we're also this year, which I'm really excited about, we're launching sort of a new version of that tech trends ebook, but it's all kind of anchored in interviews with people in real life. So it's it's not, you know, we said these are the five trends, you know, ABC, it's more just tell me about what you're doing, where do you see the industry going? So we're really excited to launch that. And we're gonna do that actually as like a print magazine distribution as well as online.
0: That's awesome. You have a different type of buyer than most other marketers. Yeah. <laughs> and the print distribution seems to make sense for who you're targeting. How do you come up with the different types of content production that you're doing?
1: You know for us it's it's really just kind of trial and error so if, for example we started with you know one ebook um, you know when we had nothing and it, it took off and we got a lot of in leads mm-hmm. through that a lot of good opportunities so we sort of just you know try a lot of different things and follow sort of what's hot and seems to be getting attention you know if you do a, you know, your podcast is popular, but if you do a podcast once and no one listens, no one will know, so it doesn't matter. Just sweep it under the rug and try something else. So.
0: Uh, so it's just following the metrics. and
1: Yeah, exactly. Always following the numbers and also following sort of what our customers or potential customers are asking for. We always try and you know listen as much as we can to both our sales team and our customer experience team. I try and go on site as much as possible and talk to people and sort of what are the questions they're asking, and that's probably something that's... Going to be very interesting to the general public.
0: How do you collect and share that data internally?
1: So, internally, we do a few things. So, we have like a monthly newsletter where we'll kind of like share, you know, either interesting customer stories, metrics across all the different teams, um, that type of thing. We do quarterly offsites. You know, we have different Slack channels. We're, we really love sending emails from, like, customer experience as well as the sales team that are just sort of, like, great stories, so we're kind of sharing that.
0: Do you create all your content internally, or do you do any external? We sourcing? do it
1: all internally, <laughs> <laughs> which, you know, we've gotten pretty, pretty quick at it. As long as you have some good writers on your team, then the general sort of, you know, design and, and that kind of thing, once you've done it a few times, usually comes together pretty quickly, but yeah.
0: So you mentioned earlier that you kind of have that funnel of content from uh, the first interaction to uh, repeat engagement. How do you reach those people in different ways?
1: Yeah, so we'll kind of take an anchor piece of content, and then we'll, you know, obviously, you know, typical, and we'll work that into a bunch of different blog publications, but... Because we don't try and like necessarily make our blog the the anchor where we're driving people to initially, we do a lot of contributed writing, and sort of that's helped us sort of get our word out on a larger scale, and then drive people from there back to you know, sort of the Bridget website and our more product-based information. We have partnerships with a bunch of you know different like local construction associations. There's a few different groups, both in Canada and in the States, um, as well as some in the UK, that we partner with that sort of run events based around construction technology. So really early on, as all of those kind of groups were kind of just getting off the ground, we sort of identified them, said, you know, hey, we would love to partner with you, give you some of our content. You know, they were in need of content, so it was a perfect relationship, and we've been able to grow those, those bonds from there.
0: So you're kind of going to where your buyer already is instead of trying to get them to come to you?
1: Yeah, exactly. And um, because our buyers are, you know, oftentimes they're online, but they're not necessarily, they're, they're out and about. I mean, they're very, very busy and not always tied to their computer. Um, it's a lot of mobile, so they're you know they're on the go so they're not like sitting there researching all of this stuff like we might be you know if in marketing it's usually sort of i have a need and then i'll go research which is where more seo type stuff comes in yep. but yeah they're not just sort of like sitting around cruising <laughs> cruising blogs all day you know which of course is what we all do all day long yeah.
0: <laughs> uh that's why we have a blog yeah <laughs> and you said sort of uh You're not using your content to build the Bridget brand, but you're using it to build a brand with your customers?
1: Yeah, so with our customers and sort of just with the construction industry in general, our main goal is to, you know, be known as a leader in the industry not necessarily for our specific product and its core features but more just in general you know we're a go-to resource for information about you know whatever is happening in the industry and then from there learning more about the product as opposed to sort of you know shutting down people's throats like you need our specific solution and we found that that's worked really well because there's such an appetite just for information in general.
0: Yeah. Uh, how has that story evolved over time? What have you learned?
1: For the Bridget story it's has really evolved since, you know, at the beginning we were more sort of telling the story of you know, we're a young company we're getting stuff off the ground, you know, can we interview you, can we get your thoughts and your feedback and that kind of thing, whereas now we've really been able to transition into you know, I'd love to tell you our best practices and, you know, that kind of thing where we're able to act as a lot more of a resource, and then it's really nice to have sort of that give and take where, you know, we were once able to kind of pull on these people for their expert opinion and now we can sort of, you know, give back since we have seen so many more experiences the average person in construction if they're working on a project that could last two to three years so they don't really get exposed to you know that many different processes throughout the course of their career especially if they're they're newer to the industry whereas we will see you know hundreds of projects and how everyone's doing it so that's been cool
0: cool who would you say your influencers are on your content and brand strategy
1: our influencers really are always sort of our, our users we have you know, a really great group of kind of user champions who are always, you know, giving us great feedback, asking lots of very intelligent questions. And we try and use that, again, as like the anchor of the kinds of content we're creating. And then when we go to create that content, we like to tell their actual stories. So like I said, you know, how are they using technology? in their jobs, you know, where do they see the industry going as really an insider as opposed to, you know, trying to pull and do research and that kind of thing online. At this point, when we try and do research for, you know, a lot of the things we want to write about, it just doesn't work. We end up stumbling (laughs) upon our own content or people that have sort of done a riff on the initial stuff that we put out. So it's really good to kind of write to the source and create original content that doesn't yet exist
0: you mentioned earlier that a lot of people just produce a lot of content for the sake of producing content yeah. you see that in marketing all the time yeah yeah and where do you see the trend kind of changing in that
1: i definitely think the trends probably shifting a lot more towards personalization we've seen that in a lot of different aspects of technology and a lot of you know just kind of like mainstream blogging platforms where you're just sort of reading you know medium or whatever you know here's what might interest you i think that that's going to really start to be relevant in brand. That
0: makes sense. I have one last question, which is uh, what's your f- favorite 90s dance song?
1: Ooh, I'm like a more of a late 90s kid. I'd probably say uh, Spice Girls, like maybe. Wannabe? Wannabe? Spice That's Girls, a good yeah. one. Mm-hmm.